0: Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: Now, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bound Show with Bo Bounce. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bound radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. <laughs> Ole Miss 55, LSU 49. That's in regulation. Incredible. The Out of Bounds Show, 1059 The Zone ESPN, brought to you by the Amazing Steaks and Bourbon and Wine Selection, Kessler Prime and the Renaissance, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. And again, we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. I want to welcome you in on a Monday. Huge weekend for Ole Miss as, uh, man, what a week. What a, what a week can do for a coach. All I heard last week was how bad Lane Kiffin was. Our text line was flooded with Ole Miss fans frustrated. And now he's the best. So we welcome in Jake Thompson on Three Sports, the Ole Miss spirit. Jake joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Jake, do you think this is Lane's biggest win since taking over at Ole Miss?
2: I think so. I mean, with the, you know, with the just the tradition that is LSU and this rivalry that you know Ole Miss kind of considers LSU, that second right, you know, one B one A rivalry, depending on what fan you ask, between you know them and Mississippi State. And, uh, we knew coming in how good this team's supposed to be. And they showed it, uh, Saturday night. I, I didn't really believe the, the shootout aspect. And I just didn't know that the Ole Miss offense could keep up with that. I knew what LSU was going to do and could do with Jane Daniels. And he put on a tremendous performance. But I just, after seeing what Ole Miss did at Alabama and that offense just disappeared, just vanished, I wasn't expecting it. But yeah, no, I think this was probably Lynn Kiffin's best week of practice and planning. And then obviously this was the biggest game of his Ole Miss career uh win. I know the signature win is a subjective kind of discussion point, depending on the eye of the beholders type thing. And people have said, what about the the Tennessee game a couple of years ago and, and a win that shootout two years ago against Arkansas at the time when Arkansas was you know how they were then. And, but I think this is the biggest one. If it hadn't, if it wasn't last week, this was going to be the second chance for him to kind of have that that big win this year, just seeing how these other future SEC teams or opponents have kind of fared to start the season. This LSU was the one he needed to get for this season to kind of stay on track. I
1: I thought the difference was, well, there were several, I mean, I know Jaden Daniels turnover in the red zone was, was huge. Um, But as the game unfolded and, and the momentum swings and, and the back and forth, I thought the difference was Lane Kiffin was the best play caller in the stadium. And he continued to play and call the game aggressively, and I thought LSU went conservative. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, no, I, you know they tried some stuff and kind of took what the off the defense gave them, and they finally got the run game going, and, and not just Judkins. Bentley got some some play calls through thrown in there that that long touchdown run he had in the first half when you know Ole kind of at, at point had had broken serve and had that kind of extra touchdown lead until. You know, LSU caught up to him, but I think the play calling did look much different. Now, we'll never get a true answer out of Lane, and even if we ask people, we'll never get an answer of, was it him or was it Charlie Weissmore? Uh,
1: Lane Kevin calls the plays. Yeah, I, mean, I think
2: we all know, but we're never, we'll are never we never get anybody to actually tell us, but I think we all saw Saturday who's calling the plays at least this week because they constantly were moving down the field. They didn't really stagnate much unless the LSU just made a great play
1: It is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get fifteen percent off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for fifteen percent off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. I'm Alex Rodriguez.
2: It was a much different looking feel, and it just looked like an offense that even Jackson Dart was having comfortable was more comfortable in than even a week ago, and that's not even talking about the Alabama defense. Just there in their own little bubble on their side of the football, Dart looked much more in control and confident and comfortable than he did a week week prior.
1: Yeah, and you know we knew the LSU secondary wasn't any good, but their front was considered good. And how about the way that Lane schemed? What the offensive line did and Judkins and Dart taking advantage of that with no sacks, and what Judkins did on the ground.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, we, we you know, Kiffin obviously got beat up the most, you know, kind of that the outside noise, as they like to say, all week. But the second pike group that did or has been all season, because they haven't really, this was probably their best game up to this point, was the offensive line. And, and Kiffin noted he was hard on them. You know, he was hard on a, certain, a lot of different groups this past week. But offensive line was kind of at the top of everybody's list of asking, you know, what did you see, what did you do to kind of transform in a week? And, you know, maybe Kiffin got a little more involved in that room. I, You know, I, that's not really his thing is to get in there with the linemen and, and scheme. But it seemed he did it this week. And for the LSU defensive front to just be, non, you know, a non-factor in terms of getting in the backfield, for for Dart to have zero sacks against this group, is was shocking and yeah. impressive. And you know now you got to see if it can continue. You know that's that's the thing after kind of games like this and the week like this past week is within seven days the range of emotions that, were, that those people in that building went through was that was a lot. And so now let's see how they go. But that was probably the best. That group has looked since maybe before the skid last year, before that, you know, you know, from the Alabama game to now, this was probably the best game they'd looked last November.
1: I agree. Jake Thompson on three sports, the Ole Miss spirit, talking uh, Ole Miss with their big win over LSU. And 55-49, to and uh, Ole Miss dominated the fourth quarter, 21-7. to They got two stops on defense, and Lane never checked up. As far as as far as offensive play calling, um, Harris was brilliant. Pre scoring looked good, but I really thought the fact that Judkins had the day uh, really made it all. I guess made the sunshine come through and made it all happen because you needed him to have that type of day if you're going to go to a really good bowl game.
2: Yeah, no, you needed him to. Make that defense honest because the defenses have kind of known all year. Judkins just hasn't had it, and Bentley hadn't really had to had it minus flashes and here and there at times and games. But for Judkins to almost double his season total on his own uh, in one game, that's just what's massive for this offense because it opens up the passing lanes, the short passes. You know, I think they still got to somehow get these receivers to create a little bit more separation. There seems to just be it's always seems to be jump balls one-on-one balls when darts going longer than a slant route or something like that so that's still something these receivers have got to work on but if judkins can get that run game going it's going to make the linebackers and even some of the secondary have to keep that on their radar again and help maybe free up some of those one-on-one uh passes but that was massive and i think that's also a credit to that you know what we were just talking about the o-line helping create those lanes and it was kind of shocking because you wouldn't expect the two best game. Well, I guess you would, but from what we've watched, for Judkins to finally just come out of nowhere and have two of his better games—not maybe not number wise at Alabama, but how he looked, how he ran the ball, and then what he did against LSU—I guess you know, Health. better, better late than never. Yeah, and he is healthy, and maybe. You know, he is still young, and, you know, those injuries, especially if it was kind of a rib-chest injury when you're a running back, I mean, you've got to be thinking that in the, in the forefront of your head. I'm about to get hit where I'm hurting the most. And so I'm sure that was also a
1: hindrance. That's a good point. Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Insider, talking uh, Ole Miss LSU. And, and Lane goes from, you know, really bad Lane to the hero in in one week now you're almost a two touchdown favorite i've only got about a minute but against arkansas how do you see this one jake I, I i don't think there's any way arkansas's d can slow down the Ole miss offense
2: yeah i know you know whenever these two get together it's never gone well in Fayetteville in recent history but at Ole miss you know two years ago it was like the game we just watched it was a shootout i think 51 52 52 51 something like that that's right and and uh I think it's major for this to not have a letdown. But this offense, if it can click like that, from what little I've watched of Arkansas at times on these past few Saturdays, I don't think Vegas is too far off at the moment. We'll see how it goes the rest of the week.
1: I I agree. I'd I'd, I'd lay the points. Jake Thompson, thanks, man. It's going to be a big week for y'all. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Ole Miss 55, LSU 49, paid off. Lane, the best play caller in the stadium. Most of the time, that pays off. Pete Golding, second-best play caller in the stadium. May not have looked good for a while, but two stops in the fourth quarter. You'll take it. And uh, Ole Miss with the dub. All right, we're going to switch gears a little bit, talk SEC, power rankings, and national championship. And then Steve Robertson at 830 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line.